Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a playoff edition of the Bird Brains. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars, tight end Ken Dunnick. My partner is the longtime Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. And, Mark, believe it or not, we're going to talk about Eagles playoff football coming up. We didn't think it was possible after the first seven games of the year, but here they are. Before we get into our conversation in detail, just want to mention our sponsor, Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. For all of you who follow us, you know that the new January issue is out. Great articles by my partner, Mark Eckel, along with our newest addition to the Jersey Man, Philly Man family, a guy you know well, Mark, is Paul Domowich. Of course, Dee Lynham writes for us, Sam Carcitti, George Anastasia, all the great writers we feature with Jersey Man. So you can read the magazine for free, jerseymanmagazine.com, or... Do a publisher a favor and buy a subscription <laughs> online. It would really, really help the family out. Anyway, here we go. Eagles football. Now, we'll briefly touch on the Dallas game. Uh, and it's kind of funny because I got a lot of emails and texts from so-called friends of mine who said, I'm not watching this game. There's a bunch of second and third stringers like you, which I thought was <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay? But I got to tell you something. It meant something to them because uh, a, uh, a practice squad player, a rookie, with zero NFL experience, makes about 9200 a week. Not bad. No. Not bad. Remember, it's only 17 weeks, but not bad. Uh, for the, uh, the players that were uh, elevated to the, the real squad for that game, we made almost thirty six grand. So that's a big deal. That's, for, nice, that's uh, a nice bump. That's a nice it bump. Is a nice, it is a nice bump. When you get that tap on the shoulder saying, hey, son, you're going to be activated this week, the first thing you think of is great, I'm going to play. The second thing you think of is, wow, now I can afford to go buy that car that I've been looking at. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about the Eagles. Now, in my opinion, I think this is a favorable matchup for the Eagles, and I know the Tom Brady thing, and he wins every year. But let, let me just say that I, I think that, Offensively, Tampa Bay's a little bit compromised because they're down two major uh, facets in their receiving game, Antonio Brown, of course, and Chris Godwin, who is, is out with a knee injury. And they still have Mike Evans, and they still have plenty of weapons. I'm not sure Leonard Fournette's status. Have you heard anything? He's going to try. Well, he's not. They haven't activated him yet. They, obviously, they have till Saturday. Um, but – Word coming out of Tampa is well. He's saying he he's going to play. Now players always say they're going to play. Yes, but um, word is they're they. So I guess they'll see how he does this week. How he feels. It's probably it, it'll probably come down to Friday or or even Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I I think he's going to try. I do. I think he's going to try. Now will it be a hundred percent? Probably not. Right. Well, even uh, even if he does try to play, he he may be compromised. But anyway, uh, that that's the injury outlook for them. So I think the Eagles are going up against a team that is beatable because of the reasons we just mentioned. They're you know the last couple of years they were the number one rushing defense in the league. This year they've actually slipped uh, slipped to third in yards allowed. But they've got a dominant defensive line. Vita Vea, who they just gave a, a big extension to. Um, Sue, the big guy, is in the middle there. Shaq Barrett is a good player. You know, the Eagles, but the Eagles, if they're going to win this game, they can't let them alter their game plan because where they, how they got here is running the football, and they have to do it against Tampa Bay. 
Right, that's the key to the whole game, what you just said. The, I mean, and it's strength versus strength. I mean, no, they're not one, but they're still three, which is pretty good. And the guys you you mentioned, Vita Vey is a great run stuffer. Uh, Sue's a dirty player, but he's a good, but he's very good at it. Um, you know, they they are stacked up front. So this is going to be a good. This is the Eagles' strength is their offensive line. Tampa's strength is is their front seven. It's gonna it's a great matchup. So whoever wins that matchup will likely win the game. If the Eagles can somehow, you know, neutralize that front and, and run the ball well, because when you run the ball, you take up time, right? It's exactly. you know, a running play takes a lot more time than a, than a pass play. And he run his offense off. The exactly. Field by Tom Brady can't beat you if he's, if he's standing on the sideline next to Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're in total agreement on that. You know, and if you look at the Eagles injury-wise, Miles Sanders, who suffered the broken hand a few weeks ago, they say he's going to try to play. If he does, it'll be with a soft cast on his hand. Uh, you know, it, it really depends on his pain tolerance and or whether or not he can grip the football. It's hard to grip a football under normal circumstances. And then when you, you put a soft cast on there, it makes it even more challenging for a running back. So we'll see. I believe now. I know you're going to shed a tear for this one. AJ Arcega Whiteside is not going to play in this game because of injury. Not sure he'll ever play for the Eagles again. Oh, now, now I'm liking the Eagles more. Well, <laughs> well, and, but what do you do? Do you, do you bring up uh, like uh, a high tower that had some success last year? Do you put Gainwell back in the game now? He yeah. now he can play the slot and he can yes. receive on the backfield. I think that's the way you go with that substance. Yeah, and. And you go with maybe more double tight end. Um, they don't. I mean, I'm not. Listen, there's. A, it's not hard to replace our K, KJ. I mean, he he hasn't. You know, it's uh, it's not like like you're replacing. Uh, you know, well, you hate Jerry Rice. You hate the kick of that. No, I don't. I'm not. But no, that drop, drop in the end zone. No, it's not calling. I am not right. exactly. So I mean, though, yeah, and, and especially if, if we're talking about them running the ball more, I might want more double tight end out there. I mean, you, you, you know, I'm, I'm sure as a former tight end, you like the more, the more tight ends on the field, the better, right? I think the Eagles have the most tight ends in football. Every time I see a guy come on the field, there's another tight end. I say, wait a minute. They only cut two or three when I play. They got about six or seven in there. Yeah, right? So, I mean, yeah, that, well, yeah, don't, don't make, that's not, a, that's nothing to worry about. Um, defensively, <clears throat> excuse me, defensively, there's, you know, there's two theories on, on how to play Brady. I want to hear yours because mine might be mine might not be what fans want. Well, I can tell you this: um, you don't sit back in the cover two like they did the last time they played. The Eagles lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks at uh, Lincoln Financial Field on October fourteenth, twenty-eight to twenty-two, and that again was was Jonathan Gannon playing a really soft cover two, good quarterbacks without heat, and the key to beating Brady has always been to make him move. That's right. why I think Josh Sweat is such an important factor in this game because, you know, he's got his sack shoes on these days. He's really getting after the, the passer, and I think that's going to be key. Get heat on Brady, make him uncomfortable back there, make him move because he loves to sit back in the pocket and pick you apart. If the Eagles can't get pressure with four, they've got to go with five because just sitting back is not going to get it done against this guy. Right, I agree with that part. You can't sit back. No, you can't play soft. I would be aggressive – at corner with the receivers. I would try to knock them off their routes. I'd play a lot of press. But you got to be careful. Five, maybe. But you can't send because Brady's so good at reading the blitz and finding the hot read 
that he can, I mean, you got to be careful. If you blitz, you better get there. That's all I'm saying. Because if sure. not, you're opening yourself up to a big play. You know, the interesting thing about the Eagles' defense, and, again, they, tr- they do a lot of the cover, too. Uh, they try to disguise it, but that's their fallback defense. They, they always seem to go to it. I like the cover, too, when the corners are pressed up and, right. get, and get in the receiver's face and make it difficult for them to get off the line of scrimmage. And if they get back them initially, you've got the safety you know, back there to help you. But just letting good receivers get a free release off the line and then that's- giving the quarterback time to throw, that – that doesn't work, and unfortunately, the Eagles seem to go back to that uh, time and time again. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I like my corners up on my up on receivers. Like like you said, I like them, especially in a timing offense. Because what what Brady's always been in, and what Tampa Bay is, Brady's not the kind of guy that like most of his yard. I mean, he'll hit a guy in stride, boom, take on the guy, takes another twenty, you know, yards after catch and all that. If you could throw the receiver off his route just a little bit, that messes the whole timing up. It makes Brady hold the ball an extra second, and then that gives Josh Sweat and Fletcher Cox and those guys an extra second to get to him. So, yeah, I, I would play press man on the outside as much as I can. But like you said, and then you have the safeties deep. If you want to keep your safeties deep to help, that's that's fine. I don't mind that at all. But, yeah, don't don't sit back and give him an eight-yard cushion off the line. No. Well, I, well, I can tell you, uh, you know, as, a, as a former tight end and, and playing a little bit in the slot from time to time, the, the, the thing you lick your chops on is a free release. If you're going to give me my first two or three steps unfettered off the ball, I'm going to, I'm going to run a route that's going to beat you. Uh, I, you may be faster than I am, but you don't know where I'm going. And if I make the right move, you're, you're going to get open with a free release. So, and then when somebody's up tight on you, it just throws the whole route off in the timing, and it's, it's difficult. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, it's great that we're sitting here talking about Eagles uh, football uh, this time of the year. We didn't anticipate that. Uh, the, the playoff matchups are, are interesting. Uh, the 49ers are going to play the Cowboys. I think the 49ers are playing really well, and they've got a chance to knock off uh, the hated Cowboys. Do you, you have an opinion on oh, that? Oh, yeah. That, think that? I think that's the best game. Of the, I mean, on, that's going to be a good – that's a great game. That's going to mm-hmm. be a real good game. Um, like you said, San Fran comes in. On a roll. I mean, they, they knocked off the Rams in a game they had to win to get in. Yeah, down 17. I watched that game, and I almost turned it off because I was like, my God, the Rams are just dominating this game. This is awful. But what happened to San Fran? They didn't show up. And then they got that field goal at the end of the half. And I said to my wife, who knows nothing, who could care less about football, <laughs> but she likes to watch it with me now because she knows it means a little bit to me. Oh, so I, 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 I you're still in the honeymoon phase. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, so I said to her, I said, that was big. And she's like, well, they're still losing by, you know. So I said, yeah, I know, but, but that, that's that, that just let's see what happens. And then boom, the next thing, she's like, oh yeah, look, this now it's tied. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was a hell of an effort by San Francisco. It really was the flight. I mean, the, just the Rams. It was 17 nothing, and it felt like it was 37 nothing. I mean, the, the Rams just did everything right, and San Fran couldn't get out of their own way for almost a whole half. So for them to come back and win that game, oof. and Dallas. I mean, listen. I know nobody likes Dallas, but they're a good team. I mean, they're, they're, they score they're points. They, they have weapons all, all over the place. I'm looking forward. That, that's the 4 o'clock game, so 425, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. 4, 430. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good doubleheader. And then Monday night game's a good game, too. Right? The Rams. Cardinals, Rams. Cardinals. Well, listen, I, I think 
you know, other than the, the Steelers and the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs, you know, should really uh, win, win that game going away. But, you know, the Raiders are playing really well right now. I could see them making a competitive game. Oh, that's going to be a fun game. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Right? You know, on the, on the flip side, the Patriots and the Bills with these defensive geniuses, yep. that's probably going to be more of a grind them out, the low-scoring game. So, hey, listen – to me, this is the most fun weekend in the entire NFL system. This wild card round is just, it's always fun, and there's normally a few upsets, and it makes it a really good uh, weekend do, to watch. Do you like Monday night? Uh, you know, when I, when I saw the schedule, I was a little bit surprised that they had a wild card game on Monday night. I don't remember that happening. Oh, first time ever. It's it? first time ever. Okay. Yeah. First time. Yeah, so. I like it. Well, the thing that. It makes it a little bit surprising to me. It gives one of the teams one day less to prepare for their next playoff opponent, right. which is definitely a disadvantage. I mean, there's no question. Well, they, an extra, an hoping, extra day of rest and preparation means something. I really hope the Monday game – I mean, I'm sure it is. Whoever wins that game, Rams or, or Cardinals, will play Sunday, not Saturday. Right. I'm yeah, sure yeah, that. They would have, they would have so, to. So, I mean, you're, you you might get a less day anyway. Like, if I don't, they, haven't, they haven't announced – next week's schedule yet, but one of the teams that play Sunday might have to play Saturday. Yeah, I'm looking at the divisional round schedule. They have the they time have slots up, but they don't have But no, they don't know who. Yeah, they don't know who. I think, I, I think they'll wait and see um, who wins. And then, like I said, the, the winner of that Ram-Cardinal game has to play Sunday. They can't make it until Monday, Saturday. So they have to – so that's what they're waiting to see who – because you don't know who plays who yet because Green Bay has a bye – so they'll play the – like if the Eagles win, they're going to Green Bay. But if the Eagles lose and San Fran wins, like the, the, the lowest remaining seed goes to the top seed, same in the AFC with, with, with mm-hmm. Tennessee. So they don't it's, – it's not like a it's, it's not like college basketball where there's a bracket and the upset, you know, you just go on. They they reseed to this. So um, that's, that's what I'm going to wait to see. Yeah, that's the Eagles, probably the best. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to do it, to reseed. Because, right. you know, you – you play a long, grueling season for something, right? And that something exactly. is to get to play games at home. I mean, if you don't, right. if you don't reward that, then what the heck are we doing? So we've got less than a minute le- left, Mark. Your prediction on the game and then moving forward, who do you think is going to win the whole thing in each conference in the Super Bowl? Well, I picked from the beginning of the season, I picked the Buffalo-Green Bay Super Bowl, and I'm not getting off that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stick with Buffalo Green Bay. And for I think people Eagles, that don't know, you you cover Green Bay. I write that. I write the yeah, Packers right for that report. Right. Not, but, not that, well, that might affect me a little bit, but not not a whole lot. Well, but you know um, the team. No, I you do know the, the team. Yeah. The team. Yeah. Um, and I'm, and Buffalo, I've been on them. From all, I think they're. I think I really like them. I know they had their ups and downs. But I think they're rolling right now. I think the Eagles play close, but I think Tampa comes out with a, a close, tough win. I do, too. I think the Eagles play him tough, but I, I see Tampa Bay moving on. Hey, we'll have a recap next week, everybody, from Mark Eckel. I'm Ken Dunnick. Take care. Thanks for joining us.